All right, we got that working. Yep. One of these yep. is going to play the audio, and then we're going to go. No. No. I thought you had it. I did too. Okay, wait. On. Oh, the on button helps. I know that part. Ladies there it is. Please welcome Detect Smith the remix. and Steve Mix. You are now entering the Mega Cast. Ted Mix. Yes. Bumper shoot. One of the biggest festivals in Seattle. Yes. It's been happening for years. Yes. People that don't live here, it's uh, down in Seattle Center. Massive fans. Yes. Massive art. The big return since the pandemic. Yeah, the comedians. And Steve Miggs wrestles. Steve Miggs wrestles. <laughs> Apparently, someone corrected me. I guess some, they did some kind of a wrestling thing a while back, but I was under the impression that we were the first ever wrestling event that has happened at Bumbershoot. So I'm standing by that even if something else happened because... Then I got to be the first ever match to ever happen at Bumbershoot, which was, as cheesy as it sounds, was really freaking cool to find that out. Yeah. It was amazing. (laughs) Had the matches, wrestled three times in two days. All right, so you only did one show on Sunday? Yeah, they almost were going to bring me in for the final one so I could get all four. Uh, but but they, someone else really wanted to wrestle, and my buddy who was putting it all on is like, you, if you want to, we can make it work. But I was like, no. I just said I'm willing to wrestle if you need somebody. I'm fine with not wrestling anymore. Because to put it in that perspective, so it was Saturday and Sunday, 4.30 and 8.30 were the shows, two-hour shows. Before the show on Saturday, I went and trained in Everett, like I usually do for, for at the Buddy Wayne Academy. Just, All right. you know, and I originally was just going to go, I'll just take it easy, just loosen my body up. I don't want to miss training. I didn't know you go to Everett on Saturdays? Saturday mornings. Dang, I should have yeah. texted you. You should have come by the house. I should have. I, was I gonna... almost texted you, but then I was like, I don't know what time he's coming up. Yeah, I wasn't sure exactly how it was like going to be to get my passes and all that. But I was like, I'm, that's, I could make a quick pit stop. And I was like, I should get there. I'm nervous. <laughs> so trained, wrestled the first match against our, our buddy, Ethan HD. All right, all right. We're like, just go do like you know, however long you want to go. But you know, eight, nine minutes is fine. We end up going 15 minutes and have like... Arguably, not, nothing fancy, but probably my favorite match I ever had. Just All because right. I'm doing it with my homie. The ref is this guy, Devin, who's my good friend as well. Like, the three of us, it's hot, dude. It's Saturday, that day, where it was like it was like 80-something degrees. Saturday and, was the day. And the sun was straight up on the ring. Like, I guess in other spots, it was shady. But if you wanted to get some sun, you went where the ring was, which was right by Mopop. And it was reflecting off of those walls. It was scorching, dude. But, like... So, like, next thing you know, we're doing a longer match, but it was fun. Like, the crowd was into it. Like, you know, we basically, our job as the first match, you want to introduce what wrestling is to a non-wrestling fan base. Like, they know, but, like, you almost have to train them, like, these are the parts where you make noise. These are the parts, you know, you kind of incorporate little things here and there, and you kind of build the... The, um, the big bumps and the big moments. That way, you're not wasting them all right at the beginning, and then all of a sudden, they're, they're kind of jaded and they've desensitized to everything. So it's there's a little bit of a science and an art to being that first match at a non-wrestling type show, and I thought we did a really good job, and it was a blast. All right. The match went well. Ended up on like all these sizzle reels for Bumbershoot. That was great. Later on that night, did a tag match. What's a scissor reel? Sizzle, like a sizzle reel, like a, a sizzle, highlight. Sizzle, sizzle. I thought you said scissor. Yeah, you know, the they scissor. A scissor. Oh, we, we all scissor. <laughs> You know. uh, well, hey, look, I know wrestling. I know what it's really about. Come on, scissor me, daddy. Bunch ass. of gads, a bunch of dudes. There's a wrestling tag team called the Acclaimed that are on AW, and that's their catchphrase because they, they, they do the whole scissoring thing. 
And then they have uh, Billy Gunn, who you might remember him from. The badass Billy badass Gunn. Gun. Yeah, part of uh, Deep Generation X. Yeah, so he's like part of their crew. <laughs> he's like like their manager, part wrestler. He's All in right. the 60s. The dude's still bigger than everyone else. You and, can tell where my wrestling was really focused in. Yeah, <laughs> like Billy Gunn. Like, of course I know Billy Gunn. Truck and Billy as well at one point. Uh, and so it's, they do all the thing where they're like, scissor me, daddy ass. And then he does the scissoring things with them. It's... Very weird and very funny. Um, but yeah, that, dude, that tag match went well. And then Sunday, big match. It was the main event of the first show, which was, dude, there was like a few hundred people each time, like two, three hundred people, kids. You could tell these are non-wrestling fans, and they were having so much fun. And, and Bubber Shoot has everybody. Yep. Right? Like the first year I went, I went with like a girl. Oh, yeah. I saw you there. That's I think right. you would just start dating your wife. Yes, I, and I did a uh, stage shout out to you that you missed. Yeah, I yeah, that, that was mm, at Stone mm. Temple Stone Temple Pilots. Play. Stone Temple Pilots. That still bugs me. Yeah, that that still bugs me. <laughs> I stopped, I'm just like Jesus Christ. Uh, it was also the first time I had a pumpkin spice latte. It's <laughs> <laughs> so a very memorable day. It was, but I was just going to say to people like, right during the day. I mean, it is packed down there. Yep. During the day is all families and stuff, yep. and then right at night there's big time musical artists. So yeah, like during the day, four thirty. That's got to be prime. Oh, dude, it's great. And it's really taken back to the old way of bumper shoots, more affordable ticket, less emphasis on it being just this giant music festival, which was what it was becoming. Correct. It was a monstrosity. I mean, it was great bands, but it was like overpriced. It was way too much. Yeah. And it was just, it, it stopped being about the arts and just solely it was about music. Now it's kind of gone back to doing like the quirky stuff, wrestling, pogo jumping which was crazy to watch there was like a, a, a cat circus you know like of course they have great bands but they don't have like a billion great bands they're just like okay we have a couple big name bands and then a bunch of great local bands and we make it all work and it was really fun and like, it was always a place to see kind of not even just local but bands that weren't on that level yet yeah it was dude it was awesome yeah got to see some really good stuff and so sunday the big main event for the the daytime one which so the kids are all there was the big matchup russell wilson Taking on Matt Hasselbeck. <laughs> I was playing Russell Wilson. Wilson, my, my buddy uh, Rashad Tyson, who's a great wrestler around here, he was playing the role of, of I was playing Matt Hasselbeck. He was Russell Wilson. Who do you think would win in that real fight? Ooh, in their prime? Yeah. Oh, man. I feel like Russ might win it. I mean, Hasselbeck's bigger. I feel like, like taller. Once, yeah. But like if it was an MMA match, I feel like Russell, he is like a little fi- like fire uh, hydrant like built. Yeah. I feel like he could wrestle. I feel like once he get once Mac gets that that first punch, better knock Russ out. Because yeah. if it doesn't, I think it's gonna all of a sudden Goody Two Shoes Russ is gone and old school bully Russ is back. Yeah, I feel like that's that that uh, switch could be flipped pretty quickly, and before you know it, <laughs> yes. all that Jesus stuff and I'm Mister Nice Guy turns into rage. Yes, one hundred percent. Thankfully, this was all predetermined. And Matt Hasselbeck <laughs> won the match, but dude, it was so fun because we show Did up. Did you have that jersey, or did you go buy one? I bought it off of, on eBay for like thirty bucks. All right, because I was gonna say, man. Well, my buddy Rashad dropped like over a hundred bucks to get the Russell Wilson one, and well, got, and it was orange. I mean, to his yeah. credit, that jersey did. Look good. It was real nice. It was, and he's like, oh, I'll probably put this to you because he plays a bad guy a lot. So he's like, I'm going to use that for heel heat anytime when I'm playing wrestling in Seattle. Like, what a perfect jersey oh, yeah. to wear. Come out in that. Oh. It just was like Russ's number one fan. He comes out and the crowd immediately is booing because it's Russell Wilson. Then yeah. I come out to that uh, old Matt Hasselbeck uh, Fitz parody song. I am Matt Hasselbeck. Yeah. I don't know if I know it. I wasn't a Hawks fan at that point. Oh, uh, it, um, it was a spoof on Sexy Back. Oh, okay. 
In fact, I, I dude, I think I even have it. Hold on one second. I think I could quickly pull it up. Uh, yes, the Hasselback days, I was still a Washington fan, and then I just kind of stopped watching football, then I jumped on the Hawks. So, okay, so he comes out, then I'm coming out, and all of a sudden, this starts. And, and I guess a few people, including Ethan HD, were like watching, and they're like, I can't believe he's coming out to this. And then, I am Matt Hasselback. <laughs> yeah, dude. Going long to my Mandy Jack. Once this song started playing, the entire crowd starts cheering. I haven't even come out of the curtain yet. And I'm like, we got him. You got, yeah. So I'm just letting this play right here. Then I come over here. And I'm getting the whole crowd clapping with the football in my hand. Just high five. I'm never a good guy. And I'm going to be a good guy. It had to be fun to be the good guy. I was, dude, I was the dorkiest, cheesiest good guy you'll ever meet. High five and going, let's go. Come on. Yeah, so I'm doing that. Everything's going good, dude. And we had this. So when we planned the match, it was kind of fun. Like bouncing ideas off each other. He goes, I think I'm going to be like robotic Russ because that's what everyone always made fun of him for. He's like, and I'm not going to say anything other than Broncos country, let's ride. So whenever I cheat and hit you with stuff, I'll look at the crowd and go, Broncos country, let's ride. And he did it, dude. That's pretty good. It was hilarious. Were they booing when he said it? Oh, yeah. Oh, definitely. And then my whole thing was, I'll just constantly go, Seahawks. So I hit him with a flurry of stuff, right? Whoa, to start it off. Sorry, I'm getting excited about this because it's so (laughs) stupid. Start it off. We're about to wrestle. We both still have a football in our hand. We're like lining up, like trying to lock up with a football in our hand. It's so stupid. Then all of a sudden the ref says, stop. And we're like, what? And he goes, coin flip. To find out who has possession of the hold. (laughs) (laughs) Flips the coin. I call heads. It's heads. And I go, I want the ball and we're going to score. Like Matt Hassel. Oh, yeah, Green Bay. Dude, every Gen X and older person was like, that's hilarious. You see all these like older people just dying because they get the joke. Now we're we're doing all this and something. Oh, I'm, I'm like. Yeah, give me the ball to Russ. Give me the ball. He's like, all right. And he pretends to throw it. The ref looks the other way and he just throws it at my junk. All and right. That starts the match. <laughs> I like that. Russell Wilson throws a ball at your junk. Fake Russell Wilson. That's a pretty good. I mean, he, if you didn't already hate Russ, now you really hate wrestling. Hey, he's Russ. smiling, going, Broncos country. Let's I was, ride. I was say, Jess, I hope he just turns around. Let's ride. Ref turns around and goes, fumble. <laughs> now I kind of get up on him, hit him with a big move, and I go, ah. See, Hawks, ref throws a flag, goes taunting. I'm like, what are you talking about taunting? Russ gets behind me, hits me in the back. Now we're, we're doing like the punch, punch thing, like the boo, yeah, yeah moment. Except he goes, Broncos country, let's ride, punches me. And I go, see, and when everyone says Hawks, I punch him. And we're going back and forth. Later on, he's got. He's like, stop, and he goes, Bronco country, let's ride, and does like a pantomime for like, uh, I want to have a throwing competition with us, with me. All right. I'm like, Oh, he wants a throwing competition. So now we stop the match to have a throwing competition to see who could throw further. Mind you, he actually has a very good arm. I was say, can you throw? No, no, of course not. So I have a trash is, arm. I am not. I can't throw a spiral. Even I because at first he's like, before we had the match, he's like, how how good are you at throwing? I'm like, I'm not. He's like, what well, kind I, of ball are you using? A, 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 like an NFL football? I don't know. What you buy at a store? <laughs> All right, I didn't know. Like he should have got the uh, what, nerf. No, or the like little, the little, uh, what are they playing Pop Warner, like TDX or TDXs or whatever? Oh, yeah. So they're a little smaller, or a college ball is a little easier to chuck. Yeah, dude. So where we had to set up, so he's like, okay, I'll go first. And he throws it. Pretty good throw. Gets caught by one of the wrestlers, which was perfect. It was like, great. Right. So I'm like, that is gone. So he's like, getting to uh, the refs, like calling it a touchdown or whatever, not looking at us. And he gets the other ball. I'm like, give me the ball. Throws it at my boys again. <laughs> <laughs> Down again. 
eventually how it all ends is he's doing a move where he's on the top rope I push the rope he falls and nuts himself on the rope and he's holding it and he's and everyone's cheering and it gets a little bit quiet and I look at everyone and I go Seahawks country let's ride I grab the rope and I make him ride the rope like you know on, you know how, oh like, like a horse yeah like he's got his boys yeah. like ah and then turns around hit him with the finisher and I win you should have spiked the ball on his chest. I did. At the oh, end, nice. On his stomach. <laughs> yeah. I had the ball, perfect. and I'm hovering over him, and I go, touchdown. <laughs> stomach. Dude, it was so, oh, at one point, he's choking me, and the ref throws the flag and goes, holding. <laughs> Ten-yard penalty. You had to take ten steps back to the other side of the ring. Holding for choking. <laughs> It was so stupid, but it was so fun. And then the pictures I posted, and they were going viral. And then next thing you know, I'm accused of being a racist. I know. That's the unbelievable part. Like, people on Twitter just jumped on, like, why are you beating up a black guy? It's like, no, it's... First of all, like, like, like Thurl was just saying, it's like it's like you came out in blackface and you were Russell Wilson. That would have been racist. Very racist. Oh, dude, it was. I was at the Puyallup Fair, the Washington State Fair. Uh, real quick, before we get into that. Okay. Did you at any point yell, like, Sierra music sucks, too? I didn't. Right. I almost wish I would have incorporated, like, Futures music and, like, a few. I, I, I wish we would have had someone dress up as Marshawn and, like, slide in and, like, tackle him. Like, just something, you know? But we, we kind of, like, the whole idea of throwing the flags, like, we were just BSing and laughing. And I was like, we should have the ref throw flags. And we were like, we need to find something yellow. So we had to, like, get, like, the police caution tape. And we tied it to, like, some kind of, like, a little rock. So he got... <laughs> We were just like, uh, we were making this up as we went along. All right. But dude, it was so much fun. Post the pictures. It gets shared. And I'm like, I'm fully anticipating I'm going to get hate from Broncos fans or people who don't like the Seahawks and like, oh, sea chickens or keep, 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 you know, sure, keep nor- crying. Right, normal banter. I get it. But like at the end of the day, if you're not from Seattle, you don't understand why this is so funny. Like it's just this old story. It's just a good guy versus bad guy because Russell Wilson left the team. It's meant for a Seattle crowd. It's meant to be silly. No one's taking it serious. In fact, at the end of the day, Russell Wilson's one of my all-time favorite Seahawks players, even though obviously like I wanted to see him do bad so we get a high draft pick but i have a couple of his jerseys like i've always been a fan of russ it's not like i have any issue but i did not expect was all of a sudden i open up my twitter while i'm at the washington state fair with tatum and it just says you racist f and i'm like what and then another person this is so racist i can't believe and then i went to that person's page and like a whole thing about how this this wrestling like this fair forced a black man to play a black man as a white man beat him up and blah 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 and i'm like what are we, what? You know what I mean? Like, you just like, my heart sank. I'm like, I know I'm not racist. There is no way I'm going to be able to prove this to anybody. You know what I mean? It's just like, there's no winning to this. So I just deleted the picture. Cause I'm like, I don't, I don't want it to devolve into other people coming to my defense. If I try and defend myself and then somebody ends up doing something, saying something racist, you know what I right. mean? And also it's like white and black people wrestle all the time. It's wrestling. That's what I was going to say. Like if we took the jerseys off, are we still racist? If you watch a football game and a white man tackles a black man, is that racist? Like, none of this is racist. No one was forced to do this. I volunteered to be Matt Hasselbeck. My friend Rashad volunteered to be Matt, uh, Russell Wilson because we knew the story. None yeah. of us were forced to do this. It's not like anything like that. And you're taking this way too serious and you're going way too deep to try and turn this into a white man beating down a black man because we did another cosplay soon after that where... Jimi Hendrix beat up Eddie Vedder <laughs> and set his guitar on fire. Jesus. Not the real ones, of course. That'd be strange because yeah, Jimmy's been dead. Yeah, that's just crazy. It's it like, was, like yeah. it's just, it's a, like, th- there's nothing there. 
But it was like, how do you argue that with a troll? You don't. Yeah, you can't, right? Because they're just they're just on there looking for looking for stuff to bitch about. So when I first got the first one, I'm like, you gotta be kidding me! I just muted the person. Then I got the second one and the third. It was like three of them, and I was just like, is this gonna be a thing? Is this like is this guy rallying the troops of whoever it is, like his little troll society, or or these other people that are also trying to make this into something? It's not. Maybe they're Broncos fans and they're like, this is a way to shut this down. And I'm like. I'm not in the mood for this. I don't have that kind of time in my day to try and convince anybody. Then there's no way I can. What am I supposed to say? Ask my block friends if I'm racist. Like that's right. Not, exactly. There's no. Yeah. There's no winning. There's no way to prove it. I know I'm not. So I'm just gonna delete the damn picture. Yeah. I that's mean, th- I that's I get why you did it, and that's the right call. Especially you're at the fair with your kid, and yeah. your wife. Like the last thing you want to do is be in some stupid Twitter thing because people can't appreciate the comedy of. Of oh. Matt Hasselback beating up Russell Wilson in Seattle. And that's the thing. It's like, understand the context of it all. Like, there's so many layers to this. But at the end of the day, none of it was racist. There wasn't even a not, no, nothing. But like, you know, then I'm like, I wanted to be like, hey, sincerely, why do you think this is racist? I'd like to know. But I was like, what am I going to get out of that? They're not going to think I'm being sincere. They're going to think And what I'm are you going to do? Like, I... I mean, I guess you could put anybody in a Russell Wilson jersey, but it's like your buddy is already saying he'll do it. So, like, what's he wanted the, to, right? What's the issue? He dropped money on that jersey because he wanted. It was, we were both fired up about this idea. We thought it was hilarious. I thought, like that's so how this started. I came in when I saw Migs. I was just like, oh, dude, those pictures look awesome. I know his jersey was on point. He nailed it. Yeah, how like, he played the character that was exactly hilarious. How you wanted it to go? We were making fun of a story in Seattle about how everyone hates Russ. Yeah. Neither one of us really hate Russ. We don't give a crap. This isn't real. We're not really trying to beat him up. It's pretend fighting amongst two friends. Maybe this is the straw that breaks Russell's back. He's yeah. like, oh, they're, they're cosplaying me in Seattle. Exactly. I was like, oh, my gosh. I should have posted the picture of us two hand- shaking hands, but I'm sure that would be racist, too. I don't know. Yeah, I was just patronizing like, him. I know, dude. I was just, I, there was no winning. And my heart sank when I saw it because even though I know I'm not racist, to be accused of being racist really hurt. You know what I mean? Because it was like, dude, go after yourself. Like, I know for, I can't, I can't put it into words how I'm not, but I know I'm not. Like, I know that for a, there's nothing I'm more positive. Okay, there's a lot of things I'm positive about in certain ways, but I'm very positive I'm not racist. And I did nothing racist in this situation. Yeah, I mean, look, if it makes you feel any better, I once doing the Dirty Germans dropped a term that sounded funny to me. Mm-hmm. I had no idea because you got to be pretty into racism to know that's a term for something. Oh, and we got no. two like texts real quick. Like, I can't believe you just said that. And then one was like, hey, Robin, tell Ted that some people say that as a term for uh, what was it like white women dating black men? And I was like, oh, I no. did not know that, but right. you're right. Like there's like, I, I was like, uh, like, do I go back on the air and say, so I was like, well, no, just let it be. No. But right. Same thing. I was like, I had no idea. Right. I'm right. not that deep into the racism game. Right. And like, you really think at the, in your heart of hearts that I was going to go on the air and do this. If you think that, like, you don't know me. Kind <laughs> yeah. of a, and it's the same thing. I'm like, I could defend it. I could quote tweet it and say, I can't believe this. But I was like, it's just going to go down a bad road. And you're at the fair. Exactly. Did you get a scone? No, we got a... Uh, we or you I, probably can't have a scone. Sometimes I'll, I'll, I'll cheat on that one. Like, you know, right. I might have a bite, you know, but no. The scones are just so good. We went with uh, the Lumberjack popcorn people, sorry. Uh, but they, they have the best kettle corn, man. And Oh, well, kettle corn, sure. Mm-hmm. They have other flavors. They had a caramel apple one. And apparently their butter one's vegan as well. So we were like, wow, we have more options than just their kettle corn. I mean, you can't beat the smell of kettle corn. Oh, dude. And their kettle corn is really good. 
I mean, that's one of the best part about going to a sporting event is just walking down uh, by the stadium and smelling the kettle corn. So good. Yes. And, oh, man, that was great. And then, yeah, dude, the fair was awesome. We went on Labor Day. Not a good choice. Very packed. packed. Yeah, but we still had a blast. Tatum had so much fun. So much fun. (laughs) (laughs) Ted Talks. Starring B-Tex Oh, I'm still doing a show with the racist here. I mean, dude, just like, I was in Target at like 2 o'clock on Sunday, just like, this was a poor decision. <laughs> dude, when we got there, and like, if you ever parked at the Puyallup Fair in their parking lot? I have like, not. Okay, you pull I've in. Never, I've never actually been so to it's the like, fair. It's directly across, oh, we have to go sometime. You pull in. I might go next weekend. It's directly across the street from the fair. There's the parking lot. All right. And when you first pull in, basically you pay, and then you go to the right, which is like, you're basically going towards... The spot, the lot is cl- so you're getting closer to where the fairgrounds is. All right. This time they're like, go to the left. I've never had to turn oh. to the left because there were so many cars. Now, granted, probably on the night of a concert, it's like that. I've never been there where I needed to park like 19 or 20 rows back. Usually, I'm like five rows back. You know, and it's just like, what? We have to turn left? Man, that was crazy. And then you get in there, it sucks. But you know what? Everyone's out there having a good time. Tatum had fun. And the kids' rides weren't that bad. Of a, they weren't that long of a, a wait for the kids' ride. So that's all we cared about. Do they got the Lumberjacks? In what way? Like the Lumberjack show? Like last year? The, like carving stuff with like wood? Year, no, like two oh. years ago, I went up to the uh, Evergreen State Fair in Monroe. Mm-hmm. And like towards the evening, they have like a big Lumberjack show. Not that I know of. They do have extreme dogs. Oh, tell me more. It's just like all these dog show stuff. And Tatum really wanted to see the dogs. So we work our way. And it's packed. Like they all do right. like a couple showings. And the bleachers are all packed. The standing area is packed. But then they have like a little patch where you can sit in front of everyone. Like on like this black strip of like, I mean, to be racist. <laughs> it's just a strip, dude. It's a strip that's colored black, people. Um, but like that's where everyone sat. But then there's also like dirt near it. All right. So I sat on the dirt even though I was like, oh, right. just so Tatum could sit on my lap so she could be close enough to see the dogs. All right. But then when they started, everyone started cheering. She wanted her mom, and mom didn't want to sit on the dirt, so we had to go back again. And then she couldn't see, and she didn't want to be on mom's shoulders. So then we just left. Yeah, <laughs> what are you gonna do? But extreme dogs—they're jumping, they jump in water, they're catching stuff, frisbees. It, we're going to, next time we go. We're gonna get there early so we can get a bleacher spot. Yeah, you got to. When you go, definitely check that out. It's like 4.30, 6.30, probably 2.30. All right, yeah, that was the same thing with the Lumberjack show. Yeah. I was like, oh, cool. Find out when the show is and get there like a half hour early and get your spot. Uh, TED Talk this week, well, talking about the fair and stuff, Steve. How could you have circumvented what happened? Well, you went to the fair on Monday? Yes. Well, you got to plan better. <laughs> They're not open on Tuesdays. We had Tuesday off. I know. Did you? I didn't realize you guys weren't here. Yeah, thanks. Uh, no, and listen, a lot of the TED Talks, as I've always said, are TED Talks. These are pointed what? at me, too. What did TED do? <laughs> no, just, you got to plan stuff. I had a good weekend, but it took a lot of planning. Took a lot of stuff to get together. Uh, you know, some friends helped me out, this and that. So I would. I just want to remind people, like, just plan some stuff out. And then mm-hmm. also, plan time for yourself. <laughs> like self-love? Just, yeah, or whatever, just, you got to, well, I'm not masturbating. Oh, okay. I'm just saying, you got to plan time out for yourself, too. (laughs) Again, I'm talking to myself. Yeah. That's where you realize that you got every weekend booked until Christmas. Do you really? Oh, man, it's it's getting busy. Are we going to have to have our slumber party on a weeknight again? No, but somebody asked me something about December, and I was just like, no. And I'm like, what? I was like, no. (laughs) I'm booked solid. I was like, I don't, I like, right, like, like. 
December is kind of open until Christmas. I was like, but I know, you know how Christmas, that oh, season gets. I was dude. like, that'll fill up in no time. So just no, we're not planning that in December. Right, right. It's like, it's not worth it because there's gonna there's gonna be a lot of Christmas themed stuff. Almost cursed uh, happening in December. <laughs> a ton of it, yeah, right? That's yeah. what it's like. Yeah, we're not planning that yet. Oh my gosh, yeah, planning is very important. And that, dude, we thought we were gonna do. We're like, it's it's kind of drizzling out. The rain should be gone, but I feel like that's gonna scare some people off, so they probably won't go to the fair. I think everybody had that idea too. Well, also, I would say Saturday. It's Labor Day weekend, right? So Saturday was beautiful. Like I had some friends over. Everybody was in the pool and stuff. Sunday was kind of cloudy, but also if people are out of town, either way, everybody's kind of back in town on Monday. Yep. And then I bet people had stuff going Saturday and Sunday, especially the adults. So like Monday, it's like, all right, get the kids. We'll take them to the fair. Dude, we ran into, and it tripped me out. Have you ever like run into someone you haven't seen in forever and almost forgot who they were? Not because like you didn't. Yes. But like, the, so my old friends, Sarah and Jesse, they were like part, like we would go to concerts together my buddy brian used to do the night show brian back here and, and like we, we were that was our posse like right. and sarah and jesse were kind of like they were like almost like the patriarchs of this posse because they were in Jesse's a relationship girl or guy Je- jesse's a dude okay and sarah's a girl and they were in a relationship they were the first of our friends to own a home all right like, you know they were like they kind of like we all kind of hung with them a because we loved them they were awesome but they were like Almost like the the parents in a sense, like they would like you know have us all over for dinners or hang out. Jesse's an amazing cook. Like we would always go out party together. We would go to raves together. Like all we, right. this was our crew, man. We were tight. And then life just happens, and you kind of all go in your separate ways. And sure, for whatever reason, you just lose touch with each other. And I haven't seen them in probably over sixteen years. Damn, That's just one of those things where like every once in a while you think of them. I think because one of our the main guy that kind of brought us all together, he moved. All right, and so like. Even though they were kind of like the people like we all hung with, but like one guy kind of brought us all together. All right. Next thing you know, all of a sudden, Jesse, who I haven't seen forever, just comes up and just gives me a hug. I'm like, for a second, I'm like, who is this? And then I see Sarah coming over, give me a hug. I'm like, and then they have a child. And I'm like, what is happening? And then like, it took like 40 seconds before I was like, oh my God. And then like a wave of emotions just hit me. Like, I didn't know. Like, you almost wanted to cry in a sense. You know what I mean? Like you haven't seen these people in so long. And I'm like, oh my gosh, and we're trying to catch up. And I got Tatum introduced with Sid and their kids three, our kids almost four. And we're having like this quick, you know, conversation at a fair, but they got crap to do. We got crap to do. And then we're like, all right. Then they're like, we got to get going. probably never even heard of them. Barely. Right. So right. she's like, who she's is like, this? Who are these people? And I'm like, kind of in like a state of shock. Like, I, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, it's almost like somebody just came back to life. And as they're leaving, it almost felt like it was like a weird, like they're getting on a boat and you're never going to see them again. Like, and in my head, I'm like, why don't I just ask for their phone number? Oh, you but don't I'm, have their number anymore? No, they don't have mine. Do and they like, live in Puyallup? No, I don't think so. They, maybe they do. I don't know. I, I, why did you have that? It's kind of it, weird. Dude, it was a lot going on. It was, it was, it was overwhelming. Yeah. And yeah. Like, we were just, and we were all like, nothing weird. Like, no one like was like being like, what the hell? I haven't talked. Like, it was just like, oh my gosh, how the heck have you been? And he's like, oh, I hear you sometimes on the radio. So I'm so glad that, you know, keep up on you a little bit that way. And, and, but like in my head, I'm like, you moron. Why don't you ask for their number so we can all get together? They have a child almost the same age as my kid. Yeah, that would work out ideally. So I got to figure it out. Luckily, I think my friend Brian still stays in touch. I'm like, dude, can you just give them my number? If they got, if, if, if life's, if their life is already set in a way that they don't have time to hang, that's fine. But I want them to know, like, I'm happy. I would love to see them again. Like, I was so happy to see them, but I was just kind of like shocked. I got a text this weekend from a guy. Same thing. I used to work with him at basketball camps. We were mm-hmm. super tight. He was from West Virginia. 
And then I hadn't seen him. Christ, like same thing, like 17, 18 years. And then at Coach Wooten's uh, wake a, f- a couple of years ago, he came up to me and talked to me and I like kind of knew him. And then I, I just, I couldn't place it. Yeah. And then like 10 minutes later, it dawned on me who he was. And luckily I ran back into him outside yeah. and was like, all right. Like you coming over to Lido's with us? He was like, yeah. I was like, all right. So same thing. I was just like, dude. So like, I was, and he's like, no, don't sweat it. But you're right. Like when you don't physically see somebody or hear from them, you just kind of forget, and you keep thinking, oh, I gotta try and get track them down again. And, you know, life just happens, obviously, for all yeah. of us. And then I kept thinking, well, maybe I'll run into them again at the fair. I'm like. This is the busiest day I've ever been at the fair. Like the odds of me running into them again is zero. (laughs) But yeah, dude, it was like, it was so cool to see them. But like, I'm so mad at myself because I was like, I should have just said, here's my number. You know, let's swap numbers. Come on, let's get together again. Like, it's been too long. I genuinely love you guys. I always think so. Like, whenever I think of them, I just, I'm smiling because they like so many great, never a bad memory. Like, you, you love these two. What is the fair not crowded? Like, I haven't been to that one, but even every time, like, I remember, like, the last time I went to the Evergreen State Fair, it was easy to park because the girl I was with, her family lived in Monroe, so we just parked at their house. But, like, the time I went before that, like, same thing. You know what? It was the same exact weekend. Because their last weekend is Labor Day weekend, I think. Yeah. And that's when the Puyallup starts. But same thing. Like, we had to park down, like, a road. You couldn't even get in the parking lot. Well, when it's not, middle of the week. Yeah, right. They're not open on Tuesdays, but usually when we go to the fair, Sid and I, we go on a weekday because I get home early. Oh, enough. yeah. Your schedule does help. So, I'm, you know, we could go at one o'clock in the afternoon and get like, you can only last three hours with a, a three-year-old, you know, like you don't want to go much longer than that. Like it gets then. Steve, I'm 42. I mean, I don't, I don't think I have more than three or four hours in me in the fair. I'm usually good after two hours. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> like, I hear you, but like, I can't blame the kids on this one. Oh, no. That's an hour longer than I'm willing to last. <laughs> <laughs> Spanning the globe to bring you the constant variety of sport. The thrill of victory. Bobby, let's go. This is the Ted Smith's Wide World of Sports. Brought to you by Smith Family Popcorn. Good people. Great popcorn. So I have a bad habit. Apparently, I only say this to girlfriends when I'm like annoyed or something. I don't use the term honey a lot. Okay. But I'll be like, but you're right. I remember that fair. I mean, like, honey, are, are, are you done? Like, what else do we have to see? Right. <laughs> like, we went on a couple of rides. We ate a turkey leg, which I think those turkey legs are always overrated. Yeah, I mean, now I don't get, I'm never experiencing them. I never had at the fair, but they're, they're, dude, they're in abundance at the Washington State Fair. I know, I know. And like, I Elephant always, ears, the I scones like, are where it's at. The though. scones are. And that's what I always say. I never had them until like 10 years ago. I get it. We left. We bu- I bought a six pack, mm-hmm. ate a couple. The next morning, I'm watching soccer, smoking weed. <laughs> I remember she wakes up, <laughs> so she's good. like, what happened to the other four, three? Like, there, there's one left. She's like, no, there's just a crumb left right? with a little bit of jelly on it. You can't introduce a man like myself to the, the delicacy that is a Fisher scone. They're so good. And bring them home and think I'm not going to eat it. Especially when they're bre- fresh. Oh. oh, man. That's what I was saying. Like, sometimes it's like, look, okay, it's just butter. I'm not eating meat. Like, that's why, like, when I'm like, I don't get too worked up over that. I'm like, ah. One bite of a scone, really, and one bite, I mean, put the whole thing in your mouth, because they're not that big, but yeah. They're so good, though. They are. Yes. All right. 
Mariners are 77 and 61. They were the hottest team in baseball. Still pretty hot. Cooled off a little. They have. Yeah. And I mean, look, the only thing that worries me about the Mariners is they don't have a closer, which obviously hurt them yesterday. Oh, man. That was rough. The eighth inning. Yeah. They were were beating Cincinnati. I'm like, all right, turning it back around. And nope. Yeah. Now they're out of first place. Are they? All right. I didn't check that. They're a game back because Houston's decided to get good again. And they've had actually a good, pretty good run these last 10 games. So they're one game ahead of us. I we're in the wild card if the, if the season ended today, Ted. I, well, I, I, look, they're gonna, I'm pretty positive they're going to make the playoffs. I just want them to win the division so you don't have to play that opening round. That would be amazing. Right? Like, just, let's just skip around. And honestly, last year was so awesome. But, like, these Mariners fans need to see a home win. <laughs> yes, 100%. And, dude, man, Julio... He's making a good case to be fire. MVP, man. Even I during think this, he is. Yeah, dude. Even with them not winning, he's still him and Teoscar Hernandez, man. Well, and look, you like I get that Otani is the best player in baseball, but his team sucks. Yep. And like this is just an old school sports argument, but like to me, the MVP should be somebody that does something for his team. Yep. And for Otani, like sorry, but like the team's terrible. Yep. Like like Julio got hot. He's he's setting records that nobody's ever done before. It's his second full season, and the team is winning. That to me is an MVP. What they say this is the second. There's a record with 25 home runs, 25 stolen bases for your first two seasons. Yeah, that's crazy. Well, I saw the other day when he struck out. I was watching that game on the last pitch, and they were like, you "Usually, don't see that emotion out of Julio," as he was arguing balls and strikes. It's like, well, also you can't really argue balls and strikes; they'll throw you out. But it was the last out of the game, so you could turn around and give the ump a little lift at that point, <laughs> which I, I respect it. It's like flipping somebody off when you know, like they're stuck at a red light and your light changed. Right? You're just cruising by. See you later. Uh, let's see, Sounders. Hey, big rivalry game. Timbers. Draw. They, they got to get three points. They got one win last week. Was that the first time since like June or something like that? So, yeah. So, I mean, it just, I mean, they're, they're still going to like in a playoff position, but like you can hear the way I just said that. Like they just, they just don't look good. I feel like it's the CONCACAF curse. So it just, it just, and look, last year I was fine with it. We, we, and it was like, all right, we won a title this year. We were the first MLS team to do it. But yeah, this, it's just like, all right, that hangover's got to go. Or did we just put all our eggs in that basket and that was it? And now it's just falling apart. Yeah. Uh, I would talk about F1, but here's all you need to know. Max Verstappen just wins. He has, he has, I mean, this is, this is more than, than Lewis Hamilton was doing at the, his prime. Okay. He's won, he's won like, what, 11 races already? Like, when I go to that Vegas race, like, Verstappen might not even be driving a car because he'll already have the title locked up. Oh, would that bum you out? No. Okay, I didn't know if, like, like you want to see him run, drive his car. I mean, I'm sure he'll still drive, but that wouldn't bug me as much. Look, honestly, at this point in the season, like, I'm just watching Pierre Gasly because that's my new guy. Okay. He did not have a good showing this week, but the week before... You know how to pick them winners. Bef- the week before, he got on the podium. He okay. was third. So, like, right. Like, that's my main thing. I just want to... By the time I get to Vegas, I'm just like, come on, Pierre. W- when is that? Uh, the weekend before Thanksgiving. Okay. Yeah. Wow. So, that'll be cool. And then the main thing is, Steve... Football's back this weekend. Seahawks. Seahawks are back. College football was back last weekend. Big dub for uh, for Deion Sanders. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was going to say Washington. Boise State's a good team. That was a nice win. Maryland won, but they beat Townsend. No big deal. Okay. But yeah, but I, like, I'm like, all right. I watched the last episode of Hard Knocks. Preseason is over. Thursday night's a real NFL game. Oh and then gosh, Sunday. You're right. Oh, I, I, I look, I'll admit it to you. And I guess our listeners like, there is a chance I might shed a tear when I hear Scott Hansen 
Sunday morning, say seven hours, the commercial-free football starts now. And Seahawks are at home, right? Correct. The Rams are coming to town, Steve, 125. Are you going to the game? I am not going to the game. I am, however, Tailgating. tailgating. Of course. Well, there's a listener to the podcast. It's from across the pond, and him and his wife are on their honeymoon. So he's like, I want to see an American tailgate. So I was like, I got you. And that game's on Fox. Yeah. And also, uh, you know, if you're going to watch a Seahawks game, maybe the day before, if you live in Bremerton, come over and see the Men's Room World Tour. We'll be over at uh, 884, 884. I don't know how we're saying it. That pub in Bremerton, Saturday from 3 to 6. Oh, nice. Yeah. And if you want to get see Steve Miggs fight uh, a monkey, I'm wrestling Mojo the Monkey on Friday night over at SOS Pro Wrestling. Where's that? Uh, in Edison Square in Tacoma. Oh, like down south. Yeah, sir. Yeah, that's where we go. <laughs> you know me, Steve. The, the most I hated like, guy if in you wrestling. Have a Friday night show in oh. Seattle. I'm there. Yeah, coming to Tacoma is a little bit of a hike. It'd be a fun one, but it's a little bit of a hike. Mojo's like the most popular institute in a monkey mask. Really? But the crowd loves this guy, and he's so good at it. And I plan on ruining his night. Can you take the mask off? I'm going to try. You know what you should do? Yeah. You should come out in a yellow hat. Oh, like Curious George? Yeah. I'm going to have to go look for a yellow hat now. Thanks, Ted. Hey, you're lucky. Spirit Halloweens are everywhere. There's yep. got to be a Dick Tracy hat somewhere. Yep. The Spirit Halloween is not at Toys R Us this year in Puyallup. It's at the Bed Bath & Beyond, sadly. Oh, man. Is that the, the little mall by your old house or like the Loge moved? It, 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 no, not that one. It's, right. it's, it's actually uh, by the Best Buy. But it's close to that. All Very right. close to that. Yeah. That seems crazy. The Bed Bath & Beyond, huh? Just closed, and now it's already a spirit store. I was like, man, that was fast. They do move fast. They dance on that grave. Did and all the? That's right. All the Bed Bath & Beyonds closed. Because I was like, man, yeah. the one by me just closed. Yep, yep. They're all done. Which I still love that store. I always get fired up when my wife's like, you want to go to Bed Bath & Beyond? I'm like, you betcha. Oh, man. When there was the one downtown and I lived in Belltown, I would stop in there once a week. Get candles, stuff like that. I just thought that they had a great, extensive collection of as-seen-on-TV products. Correct. So you could kind of see them in person. I wouldn't even buy anything there. I just loved all the random crap that they had. Yeah, and I would get, like, Christmas decorations there. I guess I'm the problem. I went there, but I would never buy anything. Well, I'm the problem, too. I hadn't been to one in years. I always say that, too, about when, like, a bar closes. I'm like, oh, man, that sucks. Then I go, well... And that bar is the fence. I haven't been in there in six effing years. Right. So, like, I'm the problem. I know. I think we were talking about somewhere a place closing. Like, I can't believe it. I'm like, when's the last time you gone? Ten years. I'm like, well, there we go. Yeah, that doesn't help. <laughs> right. It's something else I wanted to promote. I just can't remember it now. All right. That's unfortunate. All right. Well, yeah. I'll be in oh. Bremerton Saturday. Quick shout out. You told me that we had a, a listener of the Megacast that discovered us behind bars. Oh, yeah. I, yeah, I forgot about that guy. Yeah, I was DMing with him this weekend. Yeah. Yeah, found us, started listening to us in jail, enjoys everything. Had to, have you found out how he found us in jail? I mean, obviously on a podcast. I don't but know, because like, he's in Boston. He's in Boston so behind bars. Do you know? Do you remember his name? No. The only thing I could figure, maybe because the men's room, we were on in Boston for a little bit. Uh, so I'm guessing maybe he found it that way. That's the only thing I could figure out. But yeah, awesome. He's like, right? He's like, dude, I, I, he's like, you come to Boston. I got, got weed, got this and that. I was like, all right. Do you have to get arrested to get that weed? No. Well, it's legal in Massachusetts. Oh, I didn't know if like you had to go meet up with him if he's still behind bars. How do you meet up with the guy? Well, listen, I wouldn't be the first person to travel to Somerville and meet up with somebody that's been in jail. Okay, fair. That's a funny joke if you know Boston. Is he still behind bars? No, no, no. He's out. 
Oh, my Dad, bad. Yeah, yeah he's out of this, jail. Oh, you thought, thought he was still in? I had so many questions. Oh, no, he's I out. I was like, oh, I didn't realize that's pretty cool that you get to listen to podcasts while you're behind bars. And I was like, how do you find this? Like, is there any like He said he found it while he was in jail, but now he's out. That's amazing. Yeah. Not that he had to go to jail, obviously. I'm, I'm glad he's out and everything's I'm hoping is good for him. But like, that's just crazy. Like a random podcast. I know. That just made my day when you originally told me It made me my day, too. Yeah. I was like, that's amazing. Right. But he's like, mega family, mega hugs. I was Love like, it. nice. Actually, you know what? I'll just look it up right now. Yeah, give him a shout out, Give him a shout out. <laughs> this is a weird world we live in. You got to love social media, man. Bringing us all together. Sometimes driving us apart if you dress as Matt Hasselbeck punching Russell Wilson. One day those pictures will end up somewhere again. But I was just like, I don't want to deal with that headache right now. Uh, TJ, I think it is. TJ. Shout out to TJ. Thank you for listening, man. Part of the mega family. (laughs) All right, Ted. I guess we're out of here. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Sorry. I'm just looking at his name. Uh, Yeah. And we're back next week. Back next week. All right. Never know what Steve makes. He's always on the move. You just don't know. I mean, I, I right now, there's no promises. I say I'm going to be here. You just never know. You just don't know. I might have decided to go to the fair because it's Wednesday. <laughs> man, I mean, you don't. I don't know why now in my head I'm just thinking, man, if I had a random day off, I don't know how you would. We'd be in Puyallup and you wouldn't have your wife and kid with you. But I'm like. What would be kind of fair to fun to go to the fair like, in the middle of the day and just tear it up? Dude, <laughs> we get messed up. We should do this next year. If we, I don't know if we have time to plan it this year. Plan a day off for both of us. Yeah. And the next day off as well. So we need to make sure, like, or, or just make sure it's on a Friday. And there's a bunch of awesome little bars and stuff in Puyallup already. They have a like fair-themed bar now. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, just to just... Call it the coaster or something like right? that. Right, just like... What are you guys doing here at three thirty on like a third or a Friday or something like? Especially if it was a Friday, as you know, people be out like, ah, we got the day off to tear up the fair, and this is what we do, Ted. We get our faces painted. Oh, in full tiger faces, tiger faces, <laughs> like the children's ones that cover their entire face. Could you imagine if we did that and then we hit the bars after that in Puyallup? I want to be a goat so I can incorporate my beard. You know what? If they do it, you can be it. I don't know what I'm going to be, but we'll figure it out. But could you imagine if we got our entire faces painted like children? Yeah, that'd be wild. It'd be weird. <laughs> Plus, and we're bald. We could like paint stuff on our head. Go, go all the way to the top, baby. Go, And we're just like, we're all messed up, just wasted, hitting bars in Puyallup with these stupid faces just roaming around. Ah. Do you guys have your IDs? Yeah, we got ah. our IDs. You don't need IDs when you're an animal like me. I'm going to headbutt you. I'm a goat. <laughs> We should get out of here. Yeah, man. Go Hawks. All right. So next year. Next Next year. year. Next year we do this. And yes, go Hawks.